A kobold and an elf meet in a dim, lantern-lit study. The kobold is frustrated. He feels held back by his colleagues, pressured to do the safe thing rather than the right thing. The elf sympathizes. After all, it's her job to do the things her peers will disapprove of, even if they are glad she does them. The elf tells the kobold that she has an idea that she can help him get what he needs. The kobold thanks her profusely for always being a good friend and always being there for him, but he insists that she shouldn't get involved. If he decides to go through with his plan, he wants to be the only one to face punishment. The elf chuckles and sits down on the ground to meet him at eye level. Who says they have to know? Welcome to the Underground, a Roll for Your Lives production. I am your host and GM, Stilts, and with me this fine evening are my players, Blue. Hello. Neo. It's me again. Tal. R. And Theodore. Hey guys, uh, bringing up the rear. I don't know why I said I'm not a pirate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Off to a fantastic start. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so this is going to be a little experiment. I've never done a Dungeon World campaign, and I really wanted to, and a bunch of other people on the Penny Arcade forums wanted to play in Dungeon World campaign, too. So I was like, well, hey, let's all get together and have a good time. Also a terrifying time, but hopefully mostly a good time. So I uh, made a special campaign setting, and we're recording it, because why not? Uh, so the story of the underground, I actually I actually created a little intro paragraph for this. Yeah, it's very special. Production values, please continue. Yeah, so, ma- so many values. All uh, off-the-charts values. <laughs> 500 years ago, the Void Dragon, Kerr, escaped from the pocket dimension Mother Tiamat sealed him in. He wreaked havoc upon the planet, easily swatting aside any attempts to defeat him. Out of options and desperate to to prevent Kerr from annihilating all life, Mother Tiamat called for the aid of the five great dragons. The Copper Dragon, Kulla, the Bronze Dragon, Mondanu, the Silver Dragon, Nusku, the Gold Dragon, Shala, and the Mercury Dragon bow. Together, they just barely managed to kill Kerr, but the ensuing battle took their, took their lives, too. To make matters worse, the Void Dragon's rampage devastated the surface world, covering it with strange anomalies, summoning otherworldly horrors and infecting the native flora and fauna with the energy from the Void. With both their protectors dead, the sentient races found survival underground. They banded together to build ambitious to build an ambitious web of cities that even the dwarves and kobolds had never attempted. And in the center was Prism, 
the biggest city of all, and home of the five guilds created in the in honor of the five great dragons. You are all citizens of Prism. A couple of you are guild members. Uh, and you have been tasked with a mission. But first, we should probably get to know your characters. Uh, since you introduced yourself last, Theo, would you like to start? Um, I can, yes. Okay, uh... Is it okay, is it okay if I call you Theo? Uh, yes, please. Um, okay. that is acceptable. Alright. <laughs> um, I will permit it. Uh, my character is named, uh, Mortimer Cornhart, and he's, he's just a, a little, little boy. Um, he's, he's a boy of, uh of 14 years old uh just like in my animes <laughs> of he's a uh, of, pilot uh, if you had to rate how ruffle how ruffable his hair is oh his hair oh it's very this you can just ruffle it for days you get lost in that hair like um he really Stuck does some, need like, a hair fucking needs elijah a hair. wood and lord of the rings kind of hair yeah <laughs> yeah very believable wig kind of hair um, yeah, you want to get in his hair. That's kind of the defining characteristic, I think, of uh, Mortimer Cornhart, <laughs> is his just dusty, dusty hair. Uh, he's a human boy ranger, um, and he's, he's, uh, his occupation is that of a prospector. Uh, he doesn't belong to any of the guilds. He kind of lives on the fringes of society, you know, being a ranger. Um, he is joined by his faithful uh, and very brave companion, Barissimo, um, a donkey, and the two of those guys. Well, there's tons of you know just really exciting um things that they've done, which I won't go into detail about right now. Uh, yeah, we can we can save that for supplemental material. Uh, also, you know, we want to make sure there's stuff that people can can write fanfiction for. We oh, wouldn't yeah, want to yeah. be, I'll leave some very... We wouldn't want to be contradicting their headcanons. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be too definite, aside from I cannot stress uh, how messy his hair is. Um, <laughs> just a thick old mat of good old hair on top of that head. I mean, he doesn't... He, he, lives, on, he lives on the fringes, so he probably doesn't shower much. No, uh, that'd be never. Zero showers. Uh, I'm checking yeah, that, the... that hair does not get shampoo or conditioner. <laughs> yeah, I'm checking my, hair is my actually... sheet right now. Zero showers. Mortimer's um, hair is actually like one of those water... hydrophobic t-shirts for the water just slides right off. There's, oh, yeah. There's just no fixing that hair. His yeah. hair is literally a duck. Pretty much. It's... <laughs> His hair is pretty much a duck. We can work with that, I think. Um, that'll be his second uh, characteristic. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I won't go any more detail beyond that. All right. Uh, Tal. Uh, I am Rick Cornhart. I'm Mortimer's grandfather. And uh, I'm a genius wizard, a mad scientist figure, if you will. I am super into that void stuff. I want to study it. And I will drag Mortimer along with me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, most, uh, I should clarify that most people, you know, don't want anything to do with void energy or the things that come from it, considering what happened to the surface world because of it. But uh, others take a different approach and believe that uh, void energy. Uh, still, at the very least, studying it can help them perhaps reclaim the surface one day. 
And some just study it because they think it's neat. I'm not entirely sure of which section Mortimer falls in. Possibly both. Who knows? Sorry, Rick. Oh, God. I'm going to get the two of your names confused, aren't I? No. This is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right. Neo, what's your character? Uh... For this uh, for this podcast, I will be I will be portraying the role of uh, Cordelia Lacroix. She's a arcane duelist, also a mushroom person, kind of. She's like an elf mixed with a mushroom. Yeah, in in this setting, elves uh, because they no longer really have trees to draw their sort of uh, spiritual bond and immortality from have had to resort to other plant life and the most abundant plant life underground are fungi and various lichens. So, uh, there's a lot of mushroom and moss looking elves down here in the underground now. A lot of real got... pale ales. Just good old pale ales. <laughs> pale ales? <laughs> I'm more of a cider man yeah. myself. Uh, I, I, I like the more Hefeweizen elves. Ooh. These elves go down smooth. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, elves aren't as pretty as they once were. Damn. Alright, I guess that leaves me. Um, my character is Noel Degan. Degan? I'll probably alternate between the two. Degan <laughs> um, like Egon? I am a immolator salamander. Basically, I it's like a very weird pyromancer, and I'm a and I'm a sanitations worker, because it turns out the best way to get rid of organic material that you don't need anymore is still fire. Yep, I mean fire is useful for all sorts of things, really. Mm-hmm. Garbage, uh, number one. Number two, um... that's literally the only thing I can think of. That's really lighting too. Yeah. No. Oh, no. no. <laughs> but yeah, in case you were wondering, yes, he is literally is a salamander, like a salamander that walks on two legs. He's a sentient salamander. That's not, not like a, not like a salamander person. Like a, like I, like literally... like. He's not like a cat person is, where, oh, it's a human with various salamander traits. No. Just straight up Just anthropomorphic salamander. Go Google giant salamander, look at the ones I have over in Asia, and you'll get the gist. Yeah, and then imagine what that would what that creature would look like in Zootopia. And <laughs> is it like a quagsire? Yeah, are you a quagsire? I, uh, oh, shit, yeah, you're a fire quagsire. Yeah, basically. Okay. All like right, how can, slimy are you on you a can scale? You just say you're a Pokemon. Well, <laughs> I've been doing some research. Oh, oh boy. Um, what kind of research? I, I've just been reading up on, like, biology just so I don't, like, say I have scales or something stupid. <laughs> or that fungi. Yeah, we wouldn't... Salamander mistake. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't <laughs> want to get something wrong in a fantasy setting. That would Look. be horrible. <laughs> We've all listened to the Beast Cast. We know how long the corrections emails are going to get. <laughs> it's... But I'm, I'm, I'm guessing Noel would be slightly slimy because salamanders have like this 
layer of fluid that they shed over the, that they have on them that they can shed that they breathe through. Mm-hmm. See, I'm just gro- All right. a gross boy. That's neat. Rad. Yeah. Well, you'll get along here. with you'll get along with Mortimer's hair then. I was about to God. say, but can can he can his slime penetrate Mortimer's hair? Is that one of the mysteries we'll find out in our adventures? Nothing. Yeah, can nothing. Penetrate. I mean, <laughs> I'd like to make it very clear. <laughs> All right. Mort- Mortimer's so. hair is right up there with adamantium. Yeah. Uh, there is a fifth person, but he was unable to make it today. Hopefully he will be with us for future sessions. But for now, his character will be sleeping. <laughs> just just taking a nice, long, satisfying nap. Lucky duck. He's, he's, he's a tired boy. Yeah. All right. So uh, the job you all have, uh, you are actually contacted by a private uh, from a guy representing a private mining corporation Um, because it's been 500 years since uh, all these cities have been established and that is plenty of time for capitalism to take root once again Uh, and he has uh, approached you uh, with the explanation that hey there is a um, he believes that there is a node of extremely valuable uh hover crystal which is what um the city of prism uses to construct the railway systems sort of like hover rail systems that connect all the major cities together and uh, he wants you to find out like is uh is the source that told him about uh this load of hover crystal legit um and if it is like are are the crystals large enough to actually be properly extracted and processed and uh also are they infected with void because that would be bad hover crystal infected with void does not tend to do good things when energy courses through it oh yeah so um (laughs) So uh, Mortimer, uh, so Mortimer has been contracted uh, as the designated prospector and miner uh, since he knows all about that shit. He's going to be uh, the main navigational aid through the mines and also the one knowing how to properly extract samples to be tested. Uh, Rick is going to be the one who is uh, going to be able to um, send energy through the crystals to make sure they are the real deal and also be able to scan them for um, any type of void infestation. Uh, Shane is there. Sorry, Blue. God. I probably call him now whenever he gets frustrated. It's already we, we, falling apart. Yeah. It's already going Yeah, on. we agreed we would use our internet handles and try and keep it consistent. Already I'm screwing up. Uh, Blue, Blue's character there is... Uh, is going to be around in case they need to burn stuff because the most effective way to uh, eliminate avoidant infestation is with fire. And Neo's character hmm. is there as protection, really. You run into uh, bad dudes, I cut them up. I cut up the bad dudes. Yeah. That's bad dudes. Yeah, Neo is a... Neo's character just takes odd jobs, mostly... Oh, like the character odd job. 
Yeah, like your garage. Okay, say no more. We got it. Yeah, ban- yeah banned from uh, competitive Goldeneye play. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What is the sport of Goldeneye in the underground? Please go in depth and explain to us. Oh, God. <laughs> What's that? Goldeneye? Uh. Yeah, let's sell this well, see. Well, see, this gold- there's this golden sphere that's shaped like an eye. <laughs> It has wings, and if you get it, you get 150 points. <sighs> no, I was specifically trying to avoid doing that, and then you took oh. it down that route. This game sounds and no one... fair and balanced. Let's play that. And now no one's happy. <laughs> Alright, so uh, the uh, private contractor already contacted um, Rick's Guild um, based off of the um, already having to look up my world building. That's a good sign. Um, based on the Copper Dragon Culla, uh, it's the engineering <clears throat> guild of the city. And, uh, wait, no. You work for Bao. Yeah, I'm Bao. Yeah. Sneaky Blue, spooky. Blue do- Blue's character works for Culla. Yeah, Bao is sort of the, uh, uh, based on the Mercury Dragon, is the intelligence guild. They do a lot of cia like under the radar bullshit uh whereas Kula takes care of the like building things throughout the cities like roads uh, railroad tracks um plumbing the the sorts of things you take for granted in a modern city that's that's what Kula does burning your garbage uh, regularly to get that nice garbage yep. literally the only useful application of fire yeah, and uh, and occasionally they do mad science stuff, and that's what actually gets them attention. But yeah, so he's already contacted your um, guild leaders, and they have uh, approved you for going on this mission. So you are heading to uh, the extraction site on a uh, you're you're taking a train partway there. And we'll be going on foot the rest of the way. What are you doing on this train? How do you how do you like unwind? How do you do you prepare? Do you just hang out? We've already established that Neo's partner is sleeping. He's sleeping the whole way through. You are not waking that dude up. No. I'm probably uh seeing how uh much i can mess with uh sleeping character number one without waking them up which is just a whole heck of a lot because nothing's waking that old barbarian up specifically what are you doing to the barbarian uh i'm just you know kind of like idly uh using my pickaxe to sort of you know whack at his reflex spots um (laughs) you know maybe like finding a hole in his clothing and just kind of working it in there and making it making it big um, you know, right, more uh, importantly, what's Barissimo doing? <laughs> Barissimo is, uh, staring, uh, just unmovingly, uh, out what you think is a window. You know, you look over, he looks like he's maybe looking out the window and just like soaking in the sights, but he's actually just staring straight into the wall. Um, I'm and... very intently studying Barissimo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> does Verissimo does do this often on trains? This is kind of his, you know, his default behavior when he just goes into his, like, standard, you know, just... He'll just uh, find a corner and slowly uh, disappear from everyone's uh, notice, yeah, everyone's sight. Um, you kind of forget he's there after a while. You kind of forget right, Verissimo even exists after a while. <laughs> yeah, because Verissimo has the camouflage trait. He does, just through his extraordinary uh, mild manners and very zen-like demeanor. Uh, he just sort of uh, fades from view. Oh, it's not a supernatural so thing. It's just kind of, uh, I don't know, that's just life, you know? You forget about Barisimo. He's a wallflower. <laughs> a wall donkey. Yeah. yeah, there you go. He's a wall donkey. What's Noel doing? Um, I want. I was going to say practicing fire magic. Cause I'm on a train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a problem. Immolators. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> no respect. I think Noel is um, just doing a once over on the bone cage he carries around on his back. It. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I can't, yeah. you probably I, I can't remember if you told me about. I can't remember if you told me about this during character creation, but no, I'm pretty no, no. sure this is the first time I've heard about a bone cage. <laughs> Please explain why you need a bone cage. I'm watching Bone Cage McGee over here. Basically, you need fire to come. You can't. I don't think emulators can just make fire from nothing. I think you kind of can. Was this like a cinematic avatar rules or? Because <laughs> I mean, because I mean, one of your powers. Because I mean, one of your powers is just to like make a fire weapon. So I assume enough. you have at least. The, the idea was that there's going to be a lantern in there that's just being protected by the cage. But. Mm. Well, why don't you just hold the lantern? Because that will break. Why do you need a cage for the lake? Why I, specifically a bone cage? I couldn't figure out what the hell you would make it out of in, the, in a dungeon. I bet, you know, since you burn the uh, the garbage up, you get, you know, easy access to it all of, say, like, chicken bones, like rat bones. Oh. You can okay. kind of, like, I don't know, bone macrame those together. <laughs> that whole thing that you just did with uh, with uh, Null, imagine Cordelia was just saying that, like, so why is the cage? Why do you need the cage again? <laughs> I'm not gonna. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, yeah. um, <laughs> and does it have to be bones? Every does it have to be bones? Is that a personal choice? <laughs> Look, metal's expensive. I, I like Maybe. to imagine that. I like to imagine that Noel initially started practicing his fire stuff, but then as soon as like the carpet caught on fire and he quickly stand it out, he realized like this is probably not a good idea. Yeah, now, now I'm sitting on the carpet where the carpet was burnt. <laughs> like, cage, nothing to see here. Maintaining the cage is an excuse. Nothing to see here. <laughs> so is Cordelia mostly just boggling at the the people she has to work with, or it's, uh, not even that? She's like uh, sharpening her sword and like trying not to be weird, but she's like, okay, so the bone cage. So do you just make your own fire? Do all salamanders do? Is that racist for me to say? This... <laughs> I gotta. I just have a lot of questions. Like, I know some magic, kinda. Know some, know some stuff. 
<laughs> but uh I like the idea that Cordelia is worried about being weird. <laughs> <laughs> Asking about the bone cage. Not the person Amid with the a bone salamander cage. with a bone cage <laughs> and a donkey that just stares into a wall and a boy who has never like literally never taken a shower or a bath. <laughs> Look, I don't. I feel like none of us here can question the donkey. Yeah, because we've esta- we've already established in character creation that donkey's been through a lot more than the rest of us. Yeah, the donkey has been through. Uh, the donkey has had a hard knock life. This, this donkey has been through the ringer. Um, yeah, as and you know, he he has some issues, but he has come out strong. It's a strong donkey. Is uh, donkey Barissimo has been tempered. Uh, in all ways he's just yeah. he's tempered by hardship he has indeed he's kind of just uh just you can't stop him Barissimo just goes now he moves with a certitude <laughs> and tenacity that uh experience and um just being a good donkey uh allow you to do Barissimo yeah, is kind of the main character <laughs> Barissimo is going to be the only character with fan fiction <laughs> Probably. It's actually a backdoor pilot for a uh, Barissimo centric podcast. <laughs> um, I was kind of floating. Uh, we don't have to talk about it now, but yeah, it'll be it'll be Barissimo's adventure as a young donkey with <laughs> his other animal friends. Yeah, going on adventures. Yeah, before the incident, <laughs> before the empire. <laughs> I'm Wait, sorry. hold on, Empire. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just continue. You can't keep letting him build his own elaborate world history. Yeah, you need to get this all instilled, so this is going to get yeah, bad no. fast. Yeah, I know, how am I going to retcon an evil empire into this 500-year history? Um, Alright, so yeah, eventually you have to get off the train. Um, you do manage to get some lunch before then. It's 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 a pretty okay lunch. Go. It's weird, though. They serve pancakes for lunch. Oh, this is more than I've ever eaten before in my life. I mean, I mean, to be fair, it's kind of hard to tell time underground. So, really, what is breakfast even anymore? <laughs> you can just have breakfast anytime. Every meal's brunch. Yeah, like, meal delineations are completely meaningless. Oh. No one cares anymore. This is a very interesting aspect of the culture. Hmm. Yeah. All right, so you get off your train uh, and you um, head to the location that's uh, specified on the map. That uh, you all have a copy of the map, but let's be honest, Mortimer is really the one who's going to get most of the use out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Mortimer leaves, leads you to the location, and when you finally get there, it's it's not particularly exciting. It's a small alcove, um, but you can see signs that your employer is on the right track, that he was not necessarily led astray. There are some tiny chunks of crystal visible sticking out of the cave wall, and a faint trail of crystal dust extends out from a large crack in one of the walls. But that's pretty much it. Oh, I reach forward and swipe the crystal dust and apply it to my gums. Yeah, so this is uh, this is some... Oh God! <laughs> this is. Do you want to? Do you want to spout lore about this crystal? 
Oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so shout out Lord. How do I? All right. Yeah, it's a two die six plus your int modifier, your okay. intelligence modifier. Oh, I'm a brainy boy. I got this. Come on, Morty. Okay. Here we go. I got eight. All right, eight. Okay. So, um, let's see. On an eight, I can tell you something interesting. However, it's on you to make it useful. So, I can tell you that this dust um, was fairly recently crushed, considering the fact that it is um, on top of the... Uh, is, is the top layer of sediment like normally um, because of the nature of caves like and the way the crust of the world moves around like eventually things will be uh, covered in a little bit of dust but this is on the top so uh, oh. something like this was clearly this was clearly left there recently oh. okay well so we are clearly not the first party someone else has been here recently another surveying party perhaps someone hopefully. hopefully <laughs> what was that <laughs> another surveying party or oh let me think okay good job morty time for an expert to come in Oh, okay, I, Grandpa. I pull out a bunch of uh, wizard tools out of my backpack. I got all sorts of like wands and picks and scientific instruments. I want to discern the reality of this room. Okay. Roll me okay. a 2i6 plus I believe it's wisdom. Yeah. A 10. A 10. Okay, you can ask me three questions from this list. What happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? What here is not what it appears to be? Number one, what here is useful or valuable to me? Okay, so uh, there is that crack in the wall. Uh, where the crystal dust is from, uh, where the crystal dust was lying in front of, that is just large enough to um, uh, for you all to actually move through, and you can kind of see uh, a little light on the other side. So it goes somewhere else. Okay. Okay. Number two. Hmm. What happened here recently? Uh, you can see some tracks in the ground, just very faintly, but there are definitely footprints here. So. So, uh, as uh, Mortimer suggested, there uh, some other pe- people other than you were here recently, and given the way the footprints are moving out from the crack, it's likely that they came from wherever it, it leads to. Okay, number three. What here is not what it appears to be? Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, it's not here what it appears to be. 
these crystals, um, like as you're studying them, you catch something. You 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 think you catch something out of the corner of your eye that you almost wouldn't have gotten it if you hadn't been studying void energy so um, so much over the years. But there's like little specks of sort of writhing dots of darkness um, inside some of these shards that you're looking at and inside some of the uh, crystals that are still on the wall. There is likely a void of infection here. Hmm. I slowly rise my head up from my magnifying glass and say, boys, we got some void here. I was hoping to avoid the void. (laughs) You can't can't avoid the void. Verissimo takes a single step toward Rick. Yes, Verissimo. Speak to me. Verissimo ends his action. I saw. Ah, I think he likes you, Grandpa. I think I you're onto something. Barissimo knows Void. If Barissimo is going to have an outburst like that, then ugh, I shudder to think. Barissimo turns very slowly and then stares at the crack in the wall. All right. Ugh. We definitely need to go in there. And we definitely need to um, make it less. No, you want to make yourself yeah. useful and grab some of these crystals? Yeah, we should stick them in my cage. That way, if they start going voidy? <laughs> if they go voidy. If they go voidy. I, um, I can burn them very quickly. Did we uh, determine those uh, footprints... F- those footprints were coming um, out from this direction, right? They were not going in? Correct. Oh, okay. So we, there aren't any footprints heading into it. Correct. It's possible people did go in through there, but yeah. there are no tracks showing such movement. Okay. All right, yeah. Um, I feel like I shouldn't, shouldn't touch these. Yeah... Um, you ate is... something, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, that's right. Mortimer did put some on his lips. I t- <laughs> oh, uh, whoa. <laughs> I put a little bit. That's, yeah, I'm the prospector here. Okay. You take it, just a little bit and you put it in the lips and that's how you know. I mean, I didn't know it was the hover crystal we were looking for. There's lots of just I've like, never ingested. I've never. Let me be clear, my friends. I do not ingest hover crystals. Okay. And uh, you have to be sure, because there's lots of counterfeit hover crystal gets out there. It kind of floats maybe halfway, and starts listing to one side, and it'll lead you on a wild goose chase. I'm not trying to go I on walk a, over, I'll, a goose chase. Hey, 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 don't, don't panic, kid. Uh, it's cool. Uh, you go, no, you didn't Mortimer, get can I have a mistake? You're going to borrow your pickaxe for a moment. Hey, no, hey, no. Hey, what? No. Keep an eye on this guy. I just, uh... Are you sure? on me. Are you sure you didn't actually ingest, accidentally ingest any? Well, I'm I'm just a little boy. Uh, I try and do my best, but I <laughs> I definitely get. I mean, I don't eat very often, and those pancakes were very good. But I definitely okay, Marty, hold try on, to hold eat. On. Sit still, Morty. Sit you're, still. You're, you're, you have a plus, you have a plus you have a plus one to your constitution, right? I have a plus one to my constitution, correct, Mundo. 
Right, I would like talking. to stick my finger down Morty's throat to make him puke. Grandma! <laughs> Morty, it's for your own good. What if we put just a little bit of fire inside him? Alright, uh... Just a little bit. I'm gonna say that's a defy danger roll. <laughs> Who's defying danger here? <laughs> I mean... Your grandfather is defying danger on your account. So I'm... Hmm. I'm going to say that's quick thinking, so roll me two die six plus int. Okay. Ten. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you regurgitate... Uh, not, not, really, not really of your own volition, but uh, you vomit up uh, a few of those pancakes, and along with it comes a couple crystal shards. <coughs> I gather up some of the crystal puke into a bag oh oh dear <laughs> oh, Grandpa. Yeah, p.s i actually did roll a two die six plus one and i rolled a six so it's probably a good thing you did that <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, oh. you would have only been playing barissimo <sighs> goodbye pancakes well no it, w- it wouldn't have been that deadly but it would have been interesting yeah i've eaten worse all right, before the kid in, before the kid eats anymore, we should go through this crack. All right, I suggest I, everyone go behind me because I feel like you don't want to be in front of a, fl- a flame. It's probably given how cavalier you are about I, fire. I, I kind of probably... like shove me like, hey, hey, look the carpet. You said a patient. I'm uh fight fighty stuff. Alright. Uh, maybe stay in your lane, buddy. Noel squeezes Whoa. down. Starts crawling through the crack. Alright. Uh, you enter the crack and begin to carefully squeeze your way through to the other side. You see a few more small chunks of crystal here and there, but nothing big enough to be of any use to your employer. It takes a few minutes to get all the way through, but you eventually exit the crack and find yourselves in a much larger cavern. The dim light that you saw comes from several torches that have been attached to walls and rocky pillars in order to provide even lighting through the whole ground floor of the cavern. With this generous lighting, you can easily see many larger crystal formations scattered throughout the cave that are far more suited to extraction and processing, assuming they're not also infected. However, the light doesn't reach everywhere, and the ceiling of the cave is at least high enough to be shrouded in complete blackness. A large dark pool lies in the middle of the cavern. Though it initially seems completely still, you notice that it's occasionally disturbed by faint ripples. A rivulet carries some of the water in the pool to one end of the cavern, where you can see a portion of the wall that seems oddly smooth. Hmm. Alright. I think, for starters, we definitely need to light up that ceiling. (laughs) <laughs> so number one we should use your burn something somehow yeah no. light it up all right i'm gonna use uh it's lit <laughs> god damn it <laughs> all right i'm gonna use flame tongue to just shoot a little uh ball of fire up to the ceiling all right it's just like the world's tiniest flare gun yeah, I assume you're manipulating either some of your lantern or some of the torch fire to just to yeah, shoot just like up there. putting the hand back by the lantern and then just finger pistoling it up. 
All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, you shoot a few bursts of fire up there, and it definitely illuminates it. Um, but you soon wish that it didn't, because there's a lot of bats up there. Like, oh. a, like a lot of bats. And they do not sound super happy that you just blasted a bunch of fire in their faces. The salamander's natural enemy. They're coming for you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Alright, I'm gonna do the exact yeah, opposite. Yeah, so a, 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 a swarm of bats descends upon Noel. <laughs> oh, mama. Alright. I'm gonna do what I just did, but more... <laughs> and make the world's biggest flare gun. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna aid him by uh just kinda getting close and if he's like misses any like if he fucks it up right. I can like knock him aside or you know. Are you are you okay, so you're trying to attack a swarm of tiny bats with your sword. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Sure, why not? Uh, um, I mean, yeah, you can try. Alright, so I guess I'll do mine first. I'm going to be doing a Flame Tongue, which is the Manipulate Flame one. So, here's open. I got a six. Okay, uh, yeah, so you try and manipulate some flame, but like, the bats descend on you a lot quicker than you thought they would. <laughs> like, they're those are fast little fuckers. Yeah, and. Uh, you kind of you kind of panic a little bit because this is the first time you've ever been swarmed by bats. <laughs> it's not something that typically comes up in your day to day life. People don't throw away uh, their bats. Yeah, so you panic and you lose control of the spell, and it kind of just fizzles out. Mm. Uh, and you're gonna take some damage from that. Those those bats are gonna bite the shit out of you. This is not okay, this is not okay, this is not okay. Yeah, so they're uh, gonna wait a minute, uh... Like I said, I was gonna I was gonna aid him, it's like the stabbing. Oh right, you're yeah. gonna aid him. What did you get? Ooh, let's see. Oh god. Two D six plus nothing. You get your your plus bonds, right? Yeah, but I don't have any bonds. I don't know this guy. <laughs> seven <laughs> You got an eleven, okay. No, seven. They... <laughs> A seven. Yeah. Uh, okay, they get... Uh, you stabbed a bat. Okay, so you get a plus one on your roll. So that brings you up to a seven, yeah. I think. So, Blue? yeah, we yeah. would both suffer. Like, since I only got a seven, I would also suffer the consequences, but it would be whatever okay, the seven. Yeah, you, you both expose yourself to consequences. All right, so instead of biting you... So he gets distracted, but, like... Um, Cordelia is able to take advantage of the fire he was able to conjure up and kind of like swing her blade through it so the blade kind of catches on fire and like swings at the bats and you don't really hit any because it turns out it's hard to hit a swarm of tiny bats with a bladed weapon mm, yeah but you do freak the bats out a bit <laughs> a bit a bit more <laughs> Unfortunately, your sword is now on fire. <laughs> oh. Are these? Do we think these bats are attacking you on account of you being just just a big old butthole and throwing fire at them, or are they like, drawn <laughs> to the fire in some capacity? That's a good question. Um, would you like to spout lore about bats? Oh, 
Absolutely. I would like to spout lore about bats. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm let's... my throat around. <laughs> so, like, okay. if he rolls a six, he's going to just think they're moths or something, right? <laughs> okay, so just go ahead and roll that. I got a six. <laughs> okay. Mark, what XP? <laughs> hey, all right. Boy, those are sure, um, sure some weird-looking elves. So how does so yeah? The, so the bats are drawn to the the bats are drawn drawn to the fire. You should definitely not be using fire at all, and you should put out whatever fire you have. Yes. Okay. Um. That's something that I can just like everyone knows, right? Or I share, or that's something I just I knew. Oh yeah. Uh, but by work? the way, I forgot to get out the consequences for um mm-hmm. uh for blue and uh neo. You don't take damage, but Again, the sword traveling through the fire kind of made it burst a bit, like it kind of made sent sent flames everywhere. So, s- a bits of fire landed on your clothing. Oh, okay. I assume the salamander is wearing clothing. Oh, okay. Is the salamander wearing clothing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, guys, okay. Uh, the bats—they're going for your fire. Obviously, I feel like that's very obvious to me and to most people. I think it would be in this situation. We need to like put out the fire, like less fire, perhaps. And also, you are on fire right now. That's a problem in that uh, in that department. We should stop that. You should stop right, being so that. This actually brings up a question we need to answer: Is my fire magical fire? I'm. Well, see, it is if you create it. But you are using flame tongue, which is manipulation is yeah, there... so, of existing fire. So salamanders are not hurt by non-magical fire. So like the worst, the worst. Here so you're is... just gonna let your clothes burn? <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna put the <laughs> like, fire. I'm fuck just saying, it, I'm... I'll go commando. <laughs> like I'm just saying, salamander. worst comes to worst. I'm just a nude salamander. Worst comes to worst for Ty. He is a, well nude and burning. Well, also keep in mind the tie is part plant. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, <sighs> hey, don't heal very well. No. Well, well, part 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 lichen, I guess, which is basically a plant. I'm from the Underworld franchise. Um, Noel, can you uh, can you, can your magical uh, fire command uh, like can you like snuff flames like the torches? Could you like you know shoop do the old Dumbledore well, suck it up? It's I bend flame to my will, so I guess it's. Um, yeah, sure, you could snuff it out. Or we can yeah, make like so a distraction, like send it all uh, down where we came from or something. Make all those dumb bats like run into a wall. <laughs> that will do that. Snuff it out. I feel like that's the best course of, best course of action. Alright. Uh, Noel's just going to take both hands, put both of his hands up in the air and just close them. To, like, make a little waving motion. I got an 11. Okay. So, you are trying to distract the bats with fire. No, I'm trying to just put out the fire. Put out the fire. You succeed. Good job. Hooray. The bats are still attacking you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They use echolocation. (laughs) Oh, man. I just told you that because he rolled a (laughs) 6. I should have spouted more lore. Oh, no. I mean, I need, I need to put oh. out the fire anyways. Oh, I spouted very bad lore. <laughs> nice. 
Turns out Mortimer doesn't know shit about bats. I I didn't have money for current textbooks, okay? I was working off of, like, like 50-year-old textbooks. We need to not have Neo on fire. That's all that matters. I mean, yeah, Neo's not on fire, but bad news, both of you are getting bitten this turn. All right, I'm um, gonna... Oh, wait, actually, hold on. First, first, let's hold on a second. Because you've taken two actions. I don't think Tal has done anything yet. Uh, this whole time, I've just been laying under Barissimo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I'll, roll, I'll roll damage for the bats then. <laughs> you know, maybe we should have just stayed on fire. It's like that one old, like, super old meme, like, if I'm on fire, then it just can't hurt me. All right, uh, you both take two damage. Ow. Of course it isn't odd. Okay. Uh, it smells like a freshly baked mushroom pizza. <laughs> oh, my tummy grumbles. Mm. I got that empty stomach going on. Please do not eat your companions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm super pissed, but I've also got like a crazy grin in my eye. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to fucking show you how good I am at killing bats. You guys have no fucking idea. I just start like cutting at them. I'm going to use uh, Arcane Blade Work and Torrential. So, shing, 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 shing. Okay, alright, yeah, that, that seems like it'd be more effective at hitting bats. Alright, that's plus two. Ten. A ten. Alright, awesome. Uh... Let's see. So, how does arcane blade work? Blade work work in terms of the bonuses you get. Because I do not currently have the duelist arcane duelist moves open. Oh, okay. I see. It, it lets you apply one technique without your opponent attacking back. Yeah. So you just do it with no consequences. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure if you get like a bonus or something. No. It's just they they don't hit you back. All right. So uh, roll your. I think it's your damage. Yeah, yeah. You uh, yeah you roll deal your damage. And then seven, seven damage. That's that. You take out a lot of bats with that. Actually, you took out a significant amount of bats. There aren't many. There there really aren't that many more bats left. (laughs) All these bats are so cut in half. Okay, um, I'll go ahead and uh, try and uh, whip out my little little sniper uh, short bow. And try and pick off some of these bats that have been like singled out a little bit more, that are maybe pretty sure. a little more elusive. Let me roll. Oh gosh, I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> so you're shooting your bow at this with deadly aim. Okay, so let's see. Deadly aim. <laughs> what happens? Deadly aim for when you roll a six. Okay. Um. Crap. Now I have to open the ranger sheet as well because you're not just using volley. 
Oh no, deadly aim is not a real thing. That was just. Oh oh <laughs> oh okay. All right, never mind. So you are using volley. No, that, I'm just yeah, I'm just volleying. But okay, with good. one eye closed and a lot of confidence. <laughs> okay. Do you does he have his tongue out? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, so don't you <laughs> you you fire your arrow into the sky? It hits no bats. <laughs> Actually, I should say it does hit a bat, but it's a bat that's currently sleeping among another group of bats. <laughs> oh no! That wasn't that wasn't disturbed by the fire, <laughs> and now those bats are pissed. Oh. Uh. Wait, the no. bats, uh, guys, the bats I, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of sigh and then I put my hand on the hilt of my blade and get off the, the bats that are already on it. I just kind of like slide <laughs> them off. Uh. The bats, the bats regain three HP. <laughs> oh no! Mechanic question on uh, hunters: Don't their uh, pet salies, donkeys, make a move at the same time they do? Only if it's something the donkey is trained in. The donkey is not trained in combat. It can fight. Uh, it can fight like what's the rule? It can't fight like monsters, but it can fight like humanoids. I think any animal can do that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's 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 trained in labor and travel. Yeah, if we can, th- <laughs> we could travel away from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and specifically like it's when working together on something, Barissimo is trained on. Yeah. Um, so he's not he's not trained for attacking monsters. All right, Tal, do you want he's, to? He's left that life behind. <laughs> Rick really, Rick really wants to tell these guys that Barissimo is trained in camouflage, but he doesn't want to give his position away by speaking. So he just kind of like gesticulates wildly, like "Come on, you dumbass." <laughs> <laughs> Brisimo, are you saying something? You realize that camouflage won't work against bats, right? Why not? <laughs> because they use sonar. Yeah, and Brisimo yeah, is Barisimo's... just the world's weirdest leg type. I I didn't say visual. Sonar... You said he was like blends in. Bruce... Nobody knows. Brisimo does have like his his Visually, mane and skin yeah. is kind of encrusted with rocks and geodes, so I can see that sort of like. Bouncing the reflections like the sonar off and all. Oh, crazy you're saying directions. that he he like... actually look. You're saying that Brisimo would look like a boulder after yeah. some time near a boulder. <laughs> to the undiscerning eye, he's kind of like yeah, like a stealth bomber. You know, <laughs> if you way. want to do that, if you want to do that, you could defy danger to hide under Brisimo. Ah, okay. Um. Yes. And by you, I mean all of you. Okay. All right. If, um, if you want to, do, if you want to do that, I would um, let you defy danger. Anything specifically, or just? Uh, let's see. Well, uh, hold on. Let me let me think. What stat this would be using? Um, I'm. Hmm. I'm gonna say this would be quick thinking as well. Okay, quick. Th- is that intelligence? That's intelligence. Oh, yes. Well, shit. <laughs> I am negative one on that. <laughs> well, I'm a smart salamander. Okay, I, got I just a seven. I also got it. Should we take turns, or just kind of give it all? 
Uh, take turns. Okay. Well, let's let's actually go with the closest first. Okay. Who, who who do you think is closest to Barisimo besides you know besides Rick Cornhart? Uh, I think definitely uh, myself because he is uh, my donkey. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say that Rick auto succeeds at this because he's been under Barisimo the whole time. Yeah. Okay, uh, I rolled a seven. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, seven to nine, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. The GM will offer you a worse outcome, hard bargain, or ugly choice. Ooh, let's go ugly choice. Ugly choice, ugly choice. Okay. You can, you can hide under Burissimo, um, but... Like your hesitation and your your stumbling will cause the bats to like follow you for a time, and they won't be entirely convinced that Barissimo is a boulder, and they'll probably try and take a couple bites. Like they they probably won't they probably won't last they probably won't last long, but Barissimo will get bitten. Oh, I think I am definitely going to dive under Burisimo. <laughs> He's been through a lot. Okay. We have an implicit trust in this situation. Alright then. Um, you dive under Burisimo and the bats go ahead and attack and the bats do five damage to Burisimo. Oh. Before deciding that yeah, no, that's that's probably a boulder. <laughs> uh, Morty, what's your alignment? Uh, chaotic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so I get uh, freeing someone... That was an ominous question. <laughs> freeing someone from literal or figurative bonds is my personal thing. Um, hey, uh, uh, Ty or Stilts, uh, do you, you guys know what to do for Barisimo's uh, health? Yeah, that's a weird question. I don't know. That's a good hmm. I, I think they give health stats. Um, somewhere down yeah, the list. Yeah, what are the health stats for an animal companion? Yeah, I didn't uh, see any on the the sheet, and it's not in the. I don't, uh, think, they, I don't think they have them. I don't. They have. No, they like definitely a, do because I read rules for like if your pet dies, this is what happens. I'm gonna say for now that. Barisimo is like at two thirds of his health. Okay, just sort of until I can until I can find the rules f- specifically for it. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try another arcade blade work while these guys are fleeing. Gonna try soul siphoning, motherfucker. Six. <laughs> Uh, you got six? I got six. <laughs> With plus two, I still got six. Okay, so uh, as you try to turn around and and sprint for Barisimo, you stumble on a on a rock and you fall face first onto the ground. Ugh. 
the bats are now covering you. (laughs) 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 Oh, these Uh, bats. You take three damage. Ah. Do I just keep attacking until I die? Alright, no. You know what? No, I'm not defeated. Alright, 13. Okay, wait, hold on. What did you just do? Oh, you blade worked. Yeah. Okay, 13. Alright. Roll me damage. damage. Roll me damage, baby. Five. Okay. Uh, as you flail about wildly, like, somehow, some way, it doesn't, you don't look cool doing, actually, no, you do somehow look cool doing it. It's like you're doing some breakdancing moves or something. <laughs> and you kill all the bats. Huzzah! Wow. Oh, good, I don't have to use my seven then. It's true. Whoa! Good job. Alright, can I, can I apply a technique to that? I should have asked beforehand. I mean, if you want to, I'm not sure what, but uh, you know, I, I, I mean, they're all dead. All right, as I stab them, I stab like all those bats. I get them all like skewered on my rapier. Um, oh, were you going to use soul siphoning? Yes. <laughs> okay. All all the moisture in the bats just slowly goes away into my sword, and like where I got burned gets healed. Okay. Uh, it's turned to dust. <laughs> yeah, roll a, roll a die eight to. See if you heal up. Oh, well, it's not even that much. Up. It's like two. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, they are bats. There's not. They don't have that much blood. How's Barisimo doing? Is he bleeding? Yeah, Barisimo's bleeding a little bit. I want to gather up some of that void blood <laughs> in a little baggie. <laughs> looks... Finally a sample. Ah, Grandpa! I was trying... Yeah, he looks... Swat. You did this, Morty. I swat Grandpa Rick's hands away, and I try and dab up Barissimo's blood with my uh, series of capes and ponchos, which I'm swaddled in. Rick, Rick does some. Rick does get some blood, though. Let him claw it. Yeah, Rick, Rick does manage to get a little bit of blood, but not as much as he would have really liked to. Let the man claw. Don't be so gross. That's gross. Are there still some bats on uh, Cordelia's sword? <laughs> yeah. Mostly emaciated, I, I, but uh, yeah. I sl- slide off one of the bats and feed it to Burissimo. Burissimo <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bur- does not seem interested at all in eating the bat. Mm-mm. Oh, well, more for me. He doesn't seem interested <laughs> in doing much right now, it doesn't seem. Grandpa really. Rick, you got so much to learn about the wild. All right, this ain't the big city. Ugh. You tried to fire an arrow at a swarm of bats. Uh, (laughs) I didn't. I tried to fire it at at one. I would have had it. Uh, uh. I mean, technically, you did hit a bat, just not the one you wanted to. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I hit a bat. I aim for a bat. I hit a bat. I have to look out for myself. Uh, Me and Barissimo. Um, Don't be weird. Should we check the bats to make sure they're not void touch too? Yeah, if you want. Alright. I'm gonna go up and examine the bats. A bat. Yeah, uh, so you look at them, uh, and they don't... 
they initially don't seem too bad, but then, like, you look at its eye, and you see, like, a little tiny, little tiny little black tentacle kind of wriggling out one of its eyes. The void. All right. I guess I have to do my job, then. <laughs> you guys should probably go back to that crack. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get one of those eyeballs. <laughs> okay, you, I got one. Are you guys cross purposes I'll a, here? I'll stick a bat in my cage as well. Just in case. Just in uh, case. Alright, yeah, you guys should probably go. I don't know how I feel about all this void paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, don't worry about it. Almost more tomorrow on this, I think. That doesn't yeah. get kind of gathering that, but all right, let's go. Let's go into yeah. this pit crack. Barisimo and I are gonna move slowly away, <laughs> casting multiple glances and furrowed brows in that direction. Once, all right. once they all go through the through the crack, Noel's gonna do his job and just like let a blanket of flame just like wash over all the bats on the floor. All right. Like yeah. not enough that um, it's gonna set the cave on fire, but well, can't do can't set the cave on fire anyways. But yeah, you're 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 killing dead things. Like they're not moving, and this is pretty routine for you. So I'm not gonna have you roll for this. The the bats are incinerated. All right. One less thing to worry about. I just yell through the cave. Guys, guys, it's fine. Bats and barbecue. Come nice back foley home. work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's like we're in the cave. Um Alright. So is there is there anything else uh interesting now that the, the cave has been re illuminated minus uh the bats? Uh we've got like what there's like a little there's a lake or like a body of water there of some was, kind? There yeah, there's a, a pool of there's a pool of dark water. Pool of dark water. A dark water that was rippling, and then there was a there was. suspiciously smooth wall. Suspiciously smooth wall. Okay. Yeah, the, little, right the, the little, little stream of water is heading to, is is like heads toward. Okay. I feel like uh, that's your call, Mortimer. You probably spend um, more time digging rocks than I do. Oh, <laughs> you got that right, Mister. I'm in rocks all the time. Uh, I think I'm gonna discern realities. All right. Discern some realities. Uh, okay, got a, Let's see. Okay, I got an eight. All right. So, ask me one question. All right. One question. You have to tell the truth. Yep, I have to tell you the truth. Hmm. Let's go with what here is useful or valuable to me. That wall seems strange. Like, walls that smooth do not do not naturally occur. Like, those things are created. Okay, like, yeah, that's no rock I've ever encountered in my rock life. Um, okay. I feel like we should investigate this wall. 
I've got a pickaxe, and um, I could I could whack the wall. That's no, that's one thing I could do. Could yeah. <laughs> you have a mining donkey, and you have a pickaxe. I think we can get to fucking work. Uh, if 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 there are no objections, I'm gonna hit this wall with my pickaxe because uh, it's a weird rock, and I'd like to hit weird rocks and see oh, what they do. Uh, Sounds solid. Let's rock I stuff. actually should. I actually should also note because of uh, because of the thing you asked me. Um, and also considering the thing that's useful and valuable is the wall that um, in front of the wall, uh, sorry, not in front of, but on the floor directly in front of the wall, you see dozens of small holes in the floor. Small holes. Drain? Yeah, I'm going to say they're like um, probably a couple millimeters wide. Oh, as in like uh, as though something possibly has burrowed. These are like tiny tunnels. Um, or unknown, just look like a couple of bunch of holes. You could give me a, uh, you could give me a spout lore. Uh, determine whether or not, uh, like what what could have created those in the rock. Okay, I, I I believe it would be spell war. It could, I suppose, also be discern realities. No, it'd be most likely spell lore because it's consulting your accumulated knowledge about okay about burrowing and rock formation and stuff. I'm not sure I should be the one spouting lore. I got a five. <laughs> <laughs> That's 14 years of book learning. Let me tell you about this. I mean, you don't. You you really can't determine what could have made those. It could have been anything, really. Yeah. There's lots of things that burrowed. There's could have been drilled in there. Who knows? It's anyone's guess. Uh, whenever I discerned whether there's anything uh, valuable or anything, were there any uh, like uh, was there any of like the hover crystal that we were here for in the first place? around here oh i mentioned i mentioned that during my you mean on the wall or just in general in the in, in the cavern yeah yeah i mm. mentioned actually mentioned that in my description of the cavern um there there were much larger crystal formations uh-huh. uh in this cave okay is it possible for us to tell if those are also tainted by the void at this point i feel like maybe we can as- almost assume it everything we've been encountering is tainted yeah many of them are in fact most of them are okay like there there are a few that are clean but most of them are infected i don't know if i can burn a rock you would have to channel fire into the crystal itself so yeah which is which is a complex maneuver for an emulator are you trying wait you're trying is this rock causing you guys problems it's it's less it's less it's less difficult for say a wizard because they're used to channeling their magic through various sources. Ooh. Rick. What if we, uh... Yes. I feel like... a little tag team here. So you want me to channel your fire through that rock? Look, Rick, I know you have some misgivings about, uh, emulators, but... I wasn't... I wasn't even... We got a job here to do. I wasn't even trying to insult you. You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's... Jeez. 
Ah, teamwork, I love it. <laughs> While they're bickering, I, I try and uh, I try and cut it in half with Void Edge. I use the arcane blade work technique. Void Edge? Wait, hold on. What are you trying to cut in half? <laughs> a rock! It's the rock. Are we, are, we just, try- are we just chopping? No, no, trust me. It's going to be super cool. Uh, Back off. Are you, trying to cut the, are you trying to cut the wall in half or a crystal in half? Oh, I thought we were talking about the large crystal, right? Wait, are we talking- Okay, so you're trying to cut an infected crystal in half wait, wait, with your sword. Hold on. Why- wait, hold on a second. Wait, why are we trying to... Are we just talking about chopping up crystals right now? Yeah, we're just talking about chopping. <laughs> I feel like we're okay. focusing in on like the most banal okay. aspect of the stream. I'd say in general. All right. Um. Do you okay? Wait, wait, you, wait, wait, wait. Is this like the rock we're here a... for? We're like we're trying to get. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. I'm, I'm gonna try my hands at this. Okay. Two die six plus whatever. Oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yes. It's actually it's five. It's five is what it is. <laughs> Lucky number. Okay. Five. Um, yeah, so you Jesus use Christ. your, you use your void edge and you kind of miss the crystal though. Uh-oh. But I mean, you do hit the pillar the crystal was attached to. Oh, that no. thing's definitely severed now. <laughs> it's about to be the end of Jones in here. Bad news, that was a load-bearing pillar. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, uh... <laughs> Uh, uh, well, ooh, no. a labor donkey. Have him stop him with his head. You you hear yeah. some rumbling. Okay, is this uh yeah, Barissimo can Barissimo can I bring Barissimo in to just like you know use his donkey muscles and sort of buttress up this wall? <laughs> um, that's uh, labor. It's labor. So it's you're trying donkey. to use. So you're trying to use Brissimo as like a doorstop for <laughs> Basically, yeah, Brissimo is going to do that like um yes, he's going to be a doorstop. He's going to kind of hold this room together from falling. Just so you know, in order to keep stuff from happening unless you like somehow fix the pillar, Brissimo is going to be the only thing holding that up. Be the only thing holding it up, is that what you said? Actually, well, you're saying yeah. that it's just the crystal is so, gonna fall, not the entire place. Does anyone else have an, an adventurer's kit? Or yeah, adventurers? I mean, like the entire cavern probably won't fall, won't fall in, but enough will. Uh, will it uh, affect this uh, the strange wall? Probably not. Okay, maybe we just. Uh... Whoops. We did that one. Whoopsie. <laughs> keep moving forward, eh? Go through I don't think we have anything that can stop it from falling. Alright. Oh, we can just use, a, like, an adventuring gear. You can just say, okay, I got rope in there. And just use, like, a use of rope. I use that rope, Cordelli. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to use the rope for? Uh, tie uh, it to... Is there another rock somewhere? What would oh, that accomplish? To build like a Rube Goldberg system yeah. <laughs> to make this somehow I, benefit us and cook us eggs. I think, like you, you severed a load-bearing pillar. The only uh, move here is jump. Those two, those the 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 those two things are not attached anymore. Oh, okay. no. so not, 
I'm just right, let's, uh, let's just run. Let's just run, guys. Moving let's with haste away okay. from I think, the splash. I think the only thing we can I think the only thing we can do here is jump into the water. Oh. Oh man. <laughs> uh, do I have time to discern realities? <laughs> uh, no. Discern realities takes time. Uh, all right, <laughs> jumping in, I guess. I mean, I mean, you might have time, assuming the boulders don't fall on you. I mean, it could they could land at a location where you're not, but there's no guarantee. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, if you fail at discerning realities, you're gonna hit with the boulder. Luffy. All right, I uh, I can't. No. Are we good? Water? Are we jumping in the water? <laughs> Quick team meeting. All right, we huddle up. Cavern's collapsing on us. All right. Uh, what are our ways out? What are our outs, guys? What are our outs? <laughs> what are our outs? Okay, we've got uh, we've got that big stone uh, wall. We can walk towards that, and uh, that's one option. <laughs> we can't go back the way we came right now. That would be like a colossal failure in all ways. Yeah, we're not cowards. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, hey, we're not cowards. Oh no. Yeah. no, no we're not cowards. How quickly can we fire up that wall? Like see what's going up with going on with that wall? Yeah. Uh I can I can run over and hit it with a pickaxe, which rocks No, I mean channel fire into the wall. <laughs> oh well if you don't want me to hit it with a pickaxe. Uh, would that be would that be channel fire or defy danger? Uh I'd like into the smooth surface? I'd just let you do that. Yeah, I think that's... Is that gonna, like, melt it? Oh, if you're trying to melt the wall, <laughs> no, then that would definitely be a roll. <laughs> I, it's not gonna melt it, but, like, have you ever thrown a, uh, like, a rock into a, the middle of a fireplace? Yeah. Eventually, it's gonna go boom and fall apart, because all the water inside boils and it cracks. How long is eventually? Well, that's usually <laughs> when the fire's on the outside. What happens when the fire's on the inside? Okay, we need to really quickly blow up this wall. <laughs> All right. All right, so we can can we try this? We're not, we don't have to roll. Demolition squad. Okay, if you want to do it, if you want to do it quickly, you're gonna have to roll. All right, I got a nine. Alright, so, uh, let's see, flame telling on a 7 to 9 is effective short-lived, lasting only a moment. So, um, you channel fire in the wall, and, like, you see, um, like, you don't, you don't really accomplish your goal of exploding the wall, but putting fire inside it sort of, like, you see some of your fire come out in, like, like, burst out of the wall in, like, a door-shaped like outline oh damn and also like it's probably not how you're supposed to do it um <laughs> because because like the again like more more fire shoots out of like these spherical outlines but um you also see what look like um glyphs activate like in there, are two rolls, two rows of three glyphs on either side of the door outline. Um, and in order from top to bottom, left to right, they are a bronze square, a gold triangle pointed down, a black circle, a silver diamond, a gray circle with a silver dot in the center, and a copper triangle pointing up. 
Are those the symbols of the dragon? I had to say. All right, right. Rick, get over here and start spouting lore. <laughs> Grandpa! Barissimo and Rick. Yeah, and Barissimo yeah and those are the Mortimer. symbols over of the dragons. <laughs> I think that would probably have accomplished the same thing. Let's not knock it uh, too hard. Yeah, ro- roll me a spout lore. That's 2d6 plus int? Yep. Okay. I just well, like the mental image of, like, Oh, wow. That's real good. <laughs> I just like the mental image of, like, Rick just standing there looking at all these ruins while everyone else is just violently beating on this wall. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Um, so, yes, those are absolutely... Uh, the, drag- the, the guilds that the dragons are based on have much more complex designs than just simple geometric objects. But... These ones are absolutely derived from those symbols and represent the dragons. So, um, bronze square represents um, the uh, represents the law guild of Mandanu. Um, the gold triangle pointed down represents the order guild of Shala. The uh, silver diamond represents uh, Nusku, the history guild. The gray circle with a silver dot represents Bao, the Intelligence Guild. The copper triangle pointing up uh, represents Kula, the Engineering Guild. And this one isn't used very often. In fact, it's primarily only used by cults that worship Kerr. But the black circle represents the Void Dragon. So the Void Dragon is not, like, separated... In this arrangement. He's just no. one of the six. This is one of the six. I'm not sure what that means. That seems useful. Yeah. Oh, what is it, Grandpa? They're dragon symbols? Caves collapsing? <laughs> oh. yeah, so, uh, as, as, you're, as you're looking at these symbols, um, some boulders fall on the opposite side, um, blocking off part of the crack that you got through. Oh, only one way to go now. Get your pickaxe <laughs> through that wall. Uh, okay. Shimo does whatever the hell a donkey does in this situation. Travels. Um, is, so is this door, this door is not open to us, is it? No. It's, it's, it is not open yet. It's not open yet. Oh. Uh, Shoot. But a but a reminder when uh, when Noel put his flame through the door, not only did he, not only did the fire outline the shape of the door, but it also outlined the shape of the symbols. Meaning the symbols are not carved, like they are slotted in to the wall, just as the door is. <sighs> so they're not just straight up melded to the wall. Do we have to, like, They're punch buttons. in the key code? I mean, you can Shit. ask me that, but I won't answer. <laughs> Is this an Uncharted puzzle? <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a drug Everyone, ruin. please get out your notebook. Drug or ruin. The holes in the floor probably match up with one of the shapes above. Oh, yeah. Or maybe the that's a different are... puzzle, because there's... There are dozens of holes in the Lots. floor. I feel like those holes are going to, like, 
injure us if we get it wrong or something. Uh, Probably. Flame did shoot out of them when I burned up the wall. Fuck. We are the worst Indiana Jones. <laughs> uh, shoot. Well, if we Just need to imagine running from that boulder, if you had to stop every two seconds to tie a shoe, <laughs> that's us right now. Some more, some more of the cave is falling down. Okay, these ones closer. Uh, All right, let's do some more thinking. Noel's just gonna keep doing what he knows. He's just gonna keep shoving fire through the door. Yeah. <laughs> um, Give me another roll. Do do either of you? I got do- another nine. Got another nine. Okay. Um. I'm just gonna break your puzzles. Well, do either of the guild representatives uh, present right, have like so, an emblem or something? Or? So two of two of the glyph lights go out: the bronze square and the copper triangle. <sighs> Fuck. Okay, you're like I'm, overloading it. No, I think that I think <laughs> was that our like fifty-fifty. <laughs> those might be the ones because. Uh, all right, I'm just gonna ask you this, Dustin, because my character should know this. Yeah. Um, the the engineering or not the engineering like the pl- the guys who do the plumbing and all that um, uh, yeah Kula Kula yes there we go um, they were copper right they were they were copper yes and one of those lights just went out yes. what was the other all one right, that went out uh, the bronze square which is Mandanu the long all right I'm gonna hit the copper button Copper square. Actually, someone should probably hit it for me because I'm only like two feet tall. <laughs> Is someone going to hit it for him? I'm not. <laughs> oh, because you're also like tiny. I'm a prepubescent boy. Um. <laughs> Is someone going to hit the button for him? <laughs> or is he going to have to stand on Silence. his tippy toes and do it? <laughs> I'm going to make a flame weapon that's just like a stick. Alright, I'll push the button, I guess. Jeez. <laughs> Cordelia, the all you're, all, you're all standing in front of the wall, right? We're all just standing with uh, yeah. our arms slack at our sides, sort of staring at it while the room collapses. Like, uh, <laughs> Alright. Uh, uh, f- magical flames shoot out of the floor. You all take oh, eight. Oh, of course you make oh. it. You all take, take die eight fire damage. Oh, golly. Oh, no. damn it. Of course you had to specify. No, I feel like... Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck. Those two... Oh, I rolled. I rolled minimum damage though, so you just take one. Oh, okay. Do we need to? Like, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to say that you probably messed up the messed up the mechanism a little, so it didn't hurt you as much as it normally would. They were kind of wait, wait, wait. shitty flames. I you hit me with an odd number. What does that mean? So, but no, hear me out. <laughs> what are my abilities? Yeah, I know. That's why I'm. That's why I'm asking you. What does that mean? Because I want to hear you out. I need to roll a 1d4. And that number, I okay. can either take 4 to make it a burning brand, um, to summon my burning brand, or reduce the, my damage by that amount. Okay. So I rolled a 1, so 
I'm all just going to not take anything? I'm just not going to take anything. <laughs> all right, well, well it's you reduce it fine. by more than one. Uh, you, you just would not take damage. You wouldn't gain temporary hit points or anything. Okay. Um... Okay, guys, we can figure this out. Can we? <laughs> can we? <laughs> um, okay, of... wait, wait, wait. So what those if we two all went just out. stand to the side with a really long stick? Just can we just take a bucket, grab some of the water, and pour it in the holes so it won't burn us? It's yeah. magical it's fire. It's magical fire. Oh. Okay, the sixth... Fuck, As a wizard, you water. know that water has no effect on magical fire traps. We should... Oh, of I'm course. There's a wizard. Out. I should know that. I'm going to go check out <laughs> the water. Because we haven't looked at that. That's once. true. Maybe there's a clue in also, the water. I'm going to die because I'm just wandering Do we, around. Are there still dead bats around? Yeah, can you go? You can just swim to the bottom of that. Yeah, there, there, there's some dead bats around. Wait, no. I would like them all. to Sorry, speak he to bur- the dead. Noel already burned all the, 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 the dead, dead bats. bats. Yeah, bats are, they're all dead. Can I still speak to the dead with them? Oh, sweet. No, they're ashes now. Bats don't have souls, man. Oh, God. No. (laughs) Do it again. Is there some... I feel like because we're seeing this about the the void symbol, is there something... And there's all this void touch stuff around this? Like, do we have to be like, hey, look, we're uh, we're part of... We're we're void uh, accredited. Uh, (laughs) We should be allowed to chill in the void zone. And void accredited from Void University. <laughs> void University. And I feel like maybe what I'm leading to say Go is... Go VU! <laughs> fighting Void Touch Donkeys. Uh, maybe Barissimo could, like... He's Void Touch. He could touch the Void symbol and be like, It's your boy. I'm back in town. I need a place to crash. I was going to yeah. stand <laughs> that to works, the side that works, I do and it. have the tallest person hit it with the pickaxe. <laughs> Trying to like, I, no, go on. Stick, roll your pickaxe in the bat dust. In the bat dust. Get some bat. Get some good bat ashes on there. Yeah, because they're void touched. Oh, they are void touched. Y'all have like bat debris. Okay, well, I don't. <laughs> have a lot of bat leavings down here. Yeah, there's bats <laughs> everywhere. All right, we're not hurting for bat. Or bat pieces. Um, we need. Actually, we need... I saved one of the bats. You did save so, one. Of the bats. So let's just stick that on the end of a pickaxe. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> we got a bunch of Dustin, real how, thinkers. How hard did you think this puzzle was when you made it? Not very hard. <laughs> Fuck it. Somebody just... Well, we did have a cave collapse. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't expect the cave collapsing to happen, honestly. Okay. Right, somebody just hit the fucking button. <laughs> All right. Brissimo is going to go up, and he's going to bonk. Can he bonk the, the void button? Yeah, sure. Oh, man. Brissimo, <laughs> Brissimo pushes in the void button. You're way too cavalier with it. <laughs> and the door opens. Yes! Yes! I have a feeling any of us could have touched the button, and it would have been fun. Yeah! No, we did it... Just right. How did Donkey know? How did he know? Yes. Let's have this discussion over here, away from. He is all truly tested. I just, I just won't say anything. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think uh, let's go through the door. Yeah. Let's be out of here. Yeah. I think canonical, right. ca- canonically, none of us came up with that, and Marisimo just kind of did it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 
The door opens to reveal a hallway, the walls and ceiling of which seem just as oddly smooth as the entrance. The rivulet of water continues on down the hall, past the fir- first branch to the right, and eventually turns left at the T interse- intersection at the end. After a short time passes, the door closes again. It's not automatically closing door. Very inconvenient. Yeah. Left or right, guys? The water goes to the right. Um... The water goes to the left, actually. <laughs> I'm an excellent ranger. Let Barissimo choose. How have you not died in the tunnels? <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally just said the the water goes left. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think any of us may have any grounds to be judging about hey, I, dis- I discern my own reality, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Just lead Barissimo up to the T and let him decide. Okay, Barissimo is going to travel toward the T. I'm going to be kind of like uh, my hands on Barissimo's hips, just walking behind him, kind of feeling which way he wants to go. Like a dowsing donkey? Yep. <laughs> yeah, or a conga line. Okay. Let me get the dice roller. <laughs> Uh, what's Barissimo's, uh, instinct again? His instinct is one. Okay. Out of how many? Barissimo turns left. Barissimo turns left. Okay, let's go. Two die six plus one. (laughs) Very interesting. Oh, God. (laughs) Something. I I, I thought you were saying you had rolled one. No. No. Actually impossible. Well, yeah, you no, can't option. roll a one. Um, <laughs> can can I detect any signs of recent travel here? Or do I see like similar footsteps going the other way still? Um, the wall, the, uh, the floors are pretty smooth here and there's not much uh, there's not much debris so I'm going to need you to make a discern realities roll if you want to learn that. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's discern realities. God damn, dude. I did it very good. Uh, I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How I'm much ex- sure how much EXP are you at right now? <laughs> am, I, am I supposed to mark it for every failure in any role? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, every failure. Oh man, I've got like. Any... Wait, have I failed at all? Three no. or four. We've all failed. I think I've only made like partial success. If we're confused, like I'll be going through this episode. So yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I haven't right. failed a roll yet. Speak to me uh, of this cave's uh, realities. I'm not really sure what to do when you fail on a discern realities check. Let me let me think here. Everything is perfectly fine. Um, uh, hey, Morpheus, red pill, please. <laughs> Tell me how it is. Hmm. Okay, ask me one question. Ah, okay. Uh, the question is going to be, what should uh, what should I be on the lookout for? Hmm. 
you should probably be on uh i mean this place seems pretty empty um so you should probably be on the lookout for any creatures that uh might have taken up residence like you don't notice any signs of um sentient habitation okay i don't think anyone lives here guys i think it's cool all right, well, you are the expert, so. <laughs> Woo! Not more about. <laughs> Load off my back. At ease, at ease. All right. Well, I, guess, no, I guess we can follow this trail then, yeah. Let's go on in. Yeah. Uh, get it. Sure, why not? Let's follow Verissimo. And uh, the left is the waterway, correct? Yeah, the, the left is where the water is going. Um, and, uh,. The hallway goes on for several feet before uh, turning right, um, and the water continues on as well. But there is, uh, on the left side, like sort of at the end of the hallway where the hallway turns right, There's uh, you also see like a, um, a metal door on the left side. No fire. No fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's i mean like you know, we'll keep it in the in our back pocket but i don't i i don't think that should be our first option all the time <laughs> maybe maybe we try that second just i do fighting i, I fight stuff but I, that's just a little advice noted all right so we got a metal door um does it appear to be locked or anything uh have you tried it yet Ooh. Or are you just trying to like discern that? Uh, I try to open the door. Yeah, there we go. It's not. It's it's not locked at all. Oh, sweet! It opens okay, easily. Let's, let's let's go. Yeah. So uh, it opens into a fairly nice bedroom. Actually, um, there's a uh, there's a pretty decent bed considering the locale. Um, there are shelves. Uh, carved into the rock with many books and scrolls. Uh, there's a pretty nice desk, um, and uh, it's made out of metal. And there are several alchemy. There are some alchemy tools and several vials filled with uh, mysterious liquids. Is anybody home? There's no one in this room. Can I yell, is anybody home? <laughs> sure, you can yell that. I yell, is anybody home? No one answers. Let's steal this guy's shit. Yes! Let's steal this shit. I just go up to the... I, like, get uh, the pillowcase, or I get the sheets from the bed, and I just, like, start knocking <laughs> books into there. Is there, like, a, a like an armoire or something I could go rooting through to find some, like... <laughs> New clothing, yeah, maybe. yeah. He, he's 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 got a place for clothing. It seems to be like entirely black, which is like all black clothes, like robes and shit. Oh, and some some black underwear, bikini <laughs> underwear. Ooh, I immediately try those on. Yes, <laughs> been going underwearless for a while. Um, so this black clothing, it's a good look. Yeah, some of it actually has a some some gold trim on it. It's it's very nice actually. Uh, uh, Mortimer especially has never felt clothes that were this nice to wear. Yeah. 
So I'm going to go ahead and start like kind of, I'm going I'm to layer up a little bit, get a little more bulk, <laughs> add to my swaddling. Uh, meanwhile, Cordelia, as she's like ransacking all the books <laughs> from the shelves, she notices that a lot of them are necromantic in origin. It's like 101 more necromancy spells or <laughs> my first necromancy. Uh, Rick, do you, how do you, Rick, I get, this guy's got a, you got there. Or, or one of, one of them is like called the true story behind the calamity. Ooh. How do you, Rick, how do you feel about necromancy? Are you? You want some books about necromancy? I feel I shouldn't be giving these to you. He tried to talk to dead bats. That's true. He did try to talk to dead bats. But that's slightly different from actually raising bats from the dead, so who knows. That's more necropathy. (laughs) (laughs) So so it's a diluted form of necromancy. I want to read that book about the calamity. All right. So you open up the book entitled The True uh, Story of the Calamity, and it seems like it, it's not a very large book, uh, and it's it's written by a guy who, you're not entirely sure if this is his real name or a pen name, you kind of hope it's a pen name, but he calls himself... Um, Roger Edge. Is this a name that I've recognized in academic journals or anything? Yes, it is. Uh, He is a largely discredited historian. um, Partially because he had this thing where he believed that Kerr was actually the good guy who was trying to cleanse the world from its infectious elements and remake it anew, and that Tiamat had grown soft during her reign. And, uh, as as you read the book, you notice that that pretty much matches up. Um, it's, it's pretty much his primary manifesto of his ideology. That, that Kerr, that, that Kerr should not have been killed, and that we should be embracing Void magic instead of trying to annihilate void anomalies. Yeah, I throw the book away behind my back. Nothing worth reading here. <laughs> cool. Is there any like money? Jesus because Christ. I'm not. <laughs> Is there any money? Any money around? Coins? Yeah, there's there's a little bit. I'm. Hmm. I guess I should figure out a currency system. Actually, you know what? That's boring. Yeah. Uh, there's some cash. We'll work it out later. Yeah. There's you. You. You found a. De- you find a decent amount of cash enough that you could enough that like. It's it's enough that like the whole group could like be fed for a couple weeks. Dude. So the situation that we seem to have here is some kind of void worshiper, void infected, the void caves. Yep. It's like uh, a lot of bad void stuff going on down here. Uh, These guys make emulators look good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. God damn. Uh. 
What are you gonna do now? Yeah, let's let's clean this out. <laughs> we should uh probably go can, purge can we, that dude. Can we perhaps uh here's what could I try and like um because this it seems to be a place that a uh, this people person um sleeps and lives, could I kind of look around for uh like a trail or something, like see maybe where he went or how recently this person was here? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm trying to think of what that would be. Uh, does the ranger have any tracking skills? Yeah, I've got one called uh, Hunt and Track. Yeah, sure, you can use that. Okie dokie. Okay, I got an seven. Okay, let me see... Let me check the move here. On a 7 plus, you follow the creature's trail until there's a significant change in its direction or mode of travel. Okay, um, so it seems like he was eating some snacks. Some sort of, like, cracker. Um, oh, do I find and the, you're able, the cracker crumbs? Yeah, and, and you're able to follow the cracker crumbs. Like, it, it follows the... It follows the... Um, so, like, the... the the door that led to his room was facing opposite the the right turn that the hallway takes. Mm -hmm. So the 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 crumb trail goes goes towards um, you, you follow it out past the right turn, and the the water also goes uh, continues to go that way, and uh, you actually follow the trail. The, there's another stretch of hallway that ends in double doors, but halfway through, there's, like, uh, another exit you can take that has, like, curtains hanging down. Mm. Like there's no actual door. Mm -hmm. uh, the crumbs go through the curtains. So we should definitely look at the other door. Yeah. Okay, so through these curtains, there may be void boys. Um, did you, okay, so I went off and just, like, pulled out, you know, did my little sniff in the ground following these cracker crumbs. Uh, did y'all come with me, or am I just kind of being a boy detective? No, I got you. I got your back. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, right. I'm there. All right, I do a very, shh, I don't know if there's anyone there, but, <laughs> and point towards the curtain, like, cracker crumbs go there. To go to the double doors. Of course. Yeah, let's do it. And I'm going through the doors. You're opening the doors? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. You open the doors, and you see a large dome-shaped area with torches ringing the wall. The desiccated corpse of a black dragon is propped up in the middle. <laughs> it seems like it's been cut into parts and reassembled, likely in order to fit it through the tunnels of this place, <sighs> as it's far too large to like get in in one piece. Oh. The rivulet of water also ends in a circular, circular pool in the center, directly below the dragon corpse. This pool is much more active, splashing and writhing in what seems to seem to be attempts to touch the dragon. <sighs> You're not sure if this is what the nat water naturally does, or if it's be or if it's because of the couple dozen cultists chanting something all around it. Uh. 
All but one God. cultist is sitting around the perimeter. He is wearing much nicer garb, a black silk cloak with a hood and gold lining. What's up? <laughs> Fuck. The, they all stop chanting, and the man turns around, and he lowers his hood, and he is, he is very pale. He's, like, super pale. Uh, and Aren't we all? Yeah, I guess I guess a lot of you are fairly pale. This is uh, and he's 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 completely bald. Um, and he says, "Ah, so you are the ones who have interrupted us. We heard you shouting from beyond the hall." <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, we're you have a very annoying shout. You sound like a ah. Uh, he he looks at one of the cultists and goes, "What what do they sound like?" Uh, they they sound like birds, sir. It's, yeah, yeah, you sound like a bird. We don't sound like birds. Hey, do you guys know how to get back up to the main tunnels? Uh, yes. Yeah, we kind of, we kind of yes, lost. we do. Okay, uh, show us the way. We're kind of lost. No. <laughs> don't be a dick, man. No, you see, you've interrupted us, but even though that's annoying, you can still be of use to us. What does that mean? We need your blood. <laughs> well, maybe not oh, necessarily. Well, hey, uh, we don't consent to that. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Also, I have more sap than blood. I don't know if, if his consistency is going to be a, a factor. I mean, it's not necessarily... Like the 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 actual constitution of the blood doesn't really matter. It's it's the spirit in the blood. It's, I mean, it's why we don't use like just a bunch of rats or something. I was wondering. Anyway, whatever. Capture them. <laughs> How many guys are in this room? Okay. So, uh, yeah, there are 24 cultists chasing you now. Shit. Sorry, I keep... (laughs) I keep swearing. Yes, please, my delicate ears. (laughs) I don't know. I'm the only one doing Uh, it, so it makes me (laughs) self-conscious. You're sending your goons after us, you fucking loser, man? Uh, I challenge you to a duel! Grandpa, I think these guys mean to make us harm. Do us harm. You and me, necromancer! Wait, did you just challenge the necromancer to a duel? Yes, I throw, I, I throw down a gauntlet. It's, it's a gauntlet I stole from his room. It's his gauntlet. Uh, is that a move you're doing, or is it just something... Is that like a move you have? No, that or is, is, that is my move. I can challenge someone a duel and then roll plus charisma. Oh, right, you throw down the gauntlet. Okay. You throw down his gauntlet. Is that my glove? Yes, it's your glove. <laughs> Fuck you. Alright, roll me a two roll me a two die six plus charisma. Fucking six. <laughs> Got a six. Pretty this is like the third time. Challenge uh, me! To fight me! And he says, Is that my glove? Fucking yeah it is! It's go time! Alright, he he sort of like does some fancy wizard shit with his hands. You know how wizards do. How wizards do. (laughs) 
and uh, a ball of like water rises up from like the black pool, and he fires it at you. Uh, I'm gonna roll out of the way of that. Yeah, roll <laughs> me a defy danger. Ten. Hoppa. Good job. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good job. I pop up with Very my nice. hands like a voila, Jester. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, the, the water splashes uh, harmlessly off the wall, but like there's some there's some writhing shit in there. You, it's kind of it's kinda of creepy. Like yeah. You don't want to touch that water. <laughs> Ooh. Wait anyway. All so, right. what are the rest of you going to do about the cultists? Yeah, are you guys going to fight these cultists? Uh, does it seem like these guys could at all be reasoned with? No. Oh, jeez. What kind of exits do we have in this room? Uh, Well, you can go out the double doors. Is that back the way we came? Uh-huh. And isn't that a dead end? And oh, yeah. it, it is now. Unless you can oh, somehow geez. remove the boulder from the crack. Oh, the way all the way back. Um, okay, we don't want to get in the water. Um, sh- can we see anything past any exits from the chamber? Other exits from the the dome shaped chamber? Like if we were to somehow get past these cultists from where we are right now. Um, give me a, uh, actually, yeah, you can see, the only other exit you can see from this dome-shaped area is above, directly above the dragon corpse, like, the top, at the top of the dome, like, there is, like, there is, there is a hole in the wall, there is a hole in the ceiling. And if you were able to get up there, you might be able to climb up and possibly find a way out. But that hole is pretty far up. Yeesh. Can I commune with the dragon corpse? What does that do? <laughs> uh, let's see. Speak oh, yeah. with the dead. A, a corpse converses with you briefly. It will answer any three questions you pose to it to the best of the knowledge it had in life and the knowledge it gained in death. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. I, I, I speak with it. Uh, do you have to roll for that? Uh, let's see. That seems like let's something spell. you'd have to roll for. Yeah. But... Roll plus ints. Okay. It's just gonna say, why am I in pieces? <laughs> this hurts so much! Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I got a seven. You got a seven, okay. I'm trying to find where this power is, and I cannot for the life of me find it. Isn't it like in spells? It says... Yeah, cast any spell, 10 plus, spell is successfully cast, and you don't forget it. 7, 9, oh, spell okay. is cast, but... Oh, okay, I see. Alright. Uh, so you got, what again? A, a 9? A 7. A 7, okay. Um, so choose one thing that it does, then. One, one uh, negative effect. Yeah, that, that's... You draw unwelcome attention or put yourself in the spot. Okay. So they notice you contacting the dragon, and he says, Sacrilege! 
Sacrilege. Only we can do that. You don't even... We liked the... We liked Kerr before it was cool. Granddad, quote some of that book at him. Anyway, so what are you asking? So what are you asking this dragon? Okay, three questions. Okay. Uh, how can we get these guys off her back? Show honor to the void. What does that mean? How do I do that? Um, That's one question. I think that means be really, really creepy. (laughs) Offer something to me or to them. What's the best thing I can offer? I kind of get closer to Barissimo. Hold him tight. (laughs) (laughs) They do not need all of you. Just one of you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, so you guys just... <laughs> okay. 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 Uh Cordelia, this is all your fault. What? You freaking I have been nothing but honorable. No. Fire guy. It's all his fault. It's all Noel's fault. Uh <laughs> see he's got no he's got no, no response for that because he knows it's assault. <laughs> Guys, All right, so we're turning on each Cordi- other. This is awful. <laughs> Cordi- so Cordelia, Noel, and uh, and uh, Mortimer still have actions they can take before I take an action with the mob. So okay, well I'm gonna just murder these dudes. <laughs> uh, let's let's see how that works. Yeah, I'm thinking along okay. the same line. I was uh, I was trying to scheme up some kind of thing where I could use Barisimo's uh, labor skills to like. Either move some of these boulders, or like bring like bring down the wall, like not the wall, but like the door to like make some kind of collapse that couldn't follow us through. But I can't think of anything. Reasonable knows how to fight these people, though. He can fight humanoids. Humanoids. He can just fucking roll on in. Who's up? Ever seen somebody get kicked by a donkey? Devastation. Exactly. Alright, so I just I just wade into when I just start slicing the fuck out of these dudes. I use arcane okay. blade work and do torrential, so I'm doing like a whole bunch of slicing. Okay. And twelve. Nice. Uh roll damage. Four. You kill one of them. Sweet. Ooh. This is a drop in the bucket. There are twenty-four of these mothers. There are now there are now twenty-three. I got um, one. Okay, I'm gonna go and like uh, I'm gonna pull out my pickaxe and like sort of scurry back and go to the the double doors and kind of like test for weak spots. Like see if there's somewhere where we could like with concerted effort like close off this passageway. Okay. Uh, let's see, what role would that be? Do you have a specific move in mind? Um, well, it doesn't seem very hack and slashy, though. I'm banging stuff. Uh, would that be... It doesn't feel discern reality. That seems to like a de- that seems danger. like a defy danger. Yeah, using... Um... Like wisdom, maybe? I don't have that pulled up here. Um... 
Yeah, wisdom or int would work, I'd say. Uh, Either one of them you yeah. could argue for. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to uh, draw on my all 14 years of my hard knock life um, of getting out of yeah. scrapes. Yeah, you're relying mostly on instinct here. So, yeah, it's wisdom, yeah. I'd say. Let's do that. Okay, got an eight. Okay, yeah, so you do find... Uh, you, you do find a, um, point where if, if you start hacking at it, shit will come down, but you can't really tell, uh, like, it'll definitely block off your escape, but you can't tell if that's all it will do, and you can't tell how fast it will fall. Mm. Okay. I've got, uh, option A over here. Um, uh, I'm... That's what I'm feeling like I, my gut is telling me to do, me and Barissimo about to go to town, chugga chugga, bonk bonk, knocking this thing down. Um, unless y'all have something. Noel, you're the last one to act. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm going to use my burning brand. Um, oh, all right. And I, I already rolled while we were waiting. I uh, got a nine. So right. that allows me to add one extra tag to my burning brand, but I'm going to reuse it to remove the dangerous to self tag that would have been okay. existing on it. So it's wait, it's no. no longer dangerous. Never mind. I'm just going to do near. Oh, okay. I'll just keep the dangerous because I want to be able to reach farther than myself. Yeah, he's just going to run. Noel reaches back and just runs his hands along his tail, and like a fiery lance, just extends out of it out of his tail yeah okay like uh like not out of it like just a fiery lance on top of the tail oh okay charmander char char (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm discount charmander go to the dollar store and you find a knoll okay then um i think that's all all i can do i don't think i can yeah attack with that in the same turn. I wonder if... uh, What? uh, No, I was just thinking of, like, if we're trying... Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm about to, say, run on the other side of this and get out of here. (laughs) Let's block off their route to us. uh, Unless we have another way to get out of this sticky situation. What's past the cultus again? Like past. What's I'm sorry. What what's what? What is beyond the cultists? Uh, there's nothing beyond them. There's like there there's no other exits other than the one you already went through and like the hole directly above the dragon. Okay. Could we like? No. Do we have like blankets and we can use Noel's fire to make like a hot air balloon and ascend? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna say you don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would look very magical, though. Are there any bats left alive in that cave? Uh. Classic alien versus predator move. Sick them on each There other. might be a few, but it's also possible that the that the uh, 
rocks falling from the ceiling scared them off. Oh, wait, wait, guys, guys, the magic fire spikes. We just gotta hit the wrong button when they're over it. <laughs> Got them. They Got live em. here. They come here all the time. <laughs> they know that. They know that trick. They built that trick, probably. Anyway, uh, so they how many of you are still? In, how many of you are still in the room? All of you? No, I have. Uh, I've. I've kind of backpedaled to the back by those double doors to where I'm. Where I was winging around and trying to find where I would need to hit to kind of close this okay. off. All right. So Noel. Cordelia and Rick are all going to be taking, um, like you notice the, the all the void cultists sort of like they they cut them like they bring a blade across their hand and they summon a weapon of like inky pure darkness. I I, I nudge no, and I'm like hey hey hey. It's like what you do. It's like your thing. And, and then they <laughs> and then they attack you three. So that means Cordelia, you get to make another attack Huzzah. because of your torrential blade. Uh, that that feels ominous. Four. <laughs> All right, so another one dies. So that's twenty-two left. <laughs> All right, so, I got this, guys. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Clean this work. is. These blades are going to be doing die 10 damage to you. Yikes. 8 damage to all three of you. Hey guys, you should probably come back the way we came, probably, I'm thinking. Solid advice, kid. That's not an even number. No, it's not. Don't die. No, it's not. Don't die, Grandpa. (laughs) We only just reconnected and we're having a magical adventure together. How's that wall coming, Morty? <laughs> well, I'm ready to hit it, and uh, it's something. It'll the things will start falling. Lots of them, probably. Uh, can I? Can I, yeah, uh, can I fight them off while also good. fleeing? <laughs> Is there a way that I can like? I I grab my bleeding shoulder and limp behind Morty. All right. Okay. Can we get like a distraction to like stall them off while, it, as you guys like run back here? You could try. Well, someone could try. You, if you, if you want to do the distraction, you'd have to either have Barissimo do it. Otherwise, oh. you wouldn't be able to knock the wall down during that same turn. Oh, Barissimo is not distracting you at all. He's so camouflaged. Um, That's true. Also, he's got to help me. We're gonna do like a tag team. Bring down the oh, house. Okay. So, if someone else wanted to try and do a distraction, then. So you just make a wall of flame. Yeah, do that. Why yeah. aren't you already doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah. I'm just gonna skip using the Lance tail for a second. And try to make a big old wall. I got a seven. You got a seven, okay. You're on the other side of the doors now, right? Um, yeah, it's just, it's just running back a little bit then, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to the other side of the... I'm going into the doorway and then making a nice little wall of fire. 
Yeah, you're using flame tongue. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So yeah, you you make the wall of fire. Um. It's not gonna last. It'll it'll just last you like one turn though. That but I mean, the the cultists are very reluctant to follow you through that. That's all we need. Just a moment. Hey, uh, Cordelia. Yeah, I'm out. Peace. You're out. <laughs> woo. <laughs> oh, oh, woo. Okay. I get it now. The, fu- the fire jumps up and she just hops back with both her hands like, woo. Woo, okay. <laughs> We're doing that now. All right. Okay, guys. Uh, all right. So, um, yeah, you know, I've determined that if I hit the wall right here, I should be able to close off this corridor. Also, maybe do some other stuff. We're going to find out. Uh, maybe like, uh, you don't have any helmets, do you? Some kind of, probably not. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to, if we're all behind this wall, I'm going to try and wang on this with my pickaxe and close it off. Yeah. Roll me a, roll me a defy danger for two die six plus strength. Okay. And then, uh. I'm gonna get uh, Barissimo's in here working with me too. So def- mm-hmm. what? Uh, I can jab on it like with the end of my microscope. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that probably the- won't help. <laughs> um, Has Rick even used his magic this game? Talk to the dragon. Yeah, spoke to a dragon court. We just spoke to a dragon. Speak to a dragon. Uh, do you think this would count as like attacking the same target? It told him to sacrifice one of his friends. Fuck yeah, that's right. <laughs> you guys aren't my friends. <laughs> oh. oh, I only care about Morty and Barisimo, really. <laughs> uh, still, would would this situation yeah. would I be able to add like whenever I attack the same target with Barisimo, like I add his ferocity? Would there be some because he's trained in like labor is there something i could yeah it, yeah, that worked. it would it would be the spot on that wall i'd say that like um he sort of barissimo has the wisdom of a long uh, of an aged mining donkey so he's able to sort of help you direct your strike okay by like pointing his muzzle where it oh, is where to best hit it here we go buddy Oh gosh, I hit it good, Brisimo. I hit it good. I got a five. Mark another experience. <laughs> wow, you're going to be leveling up this session, aren't you? We're learning so much. A lot. Okay, all right. Hmm. I also did the whole. I got one eye closed. I got my tongue out. I'm like, Casey's a bat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe next time, don't close your eyes. <laughs> I closed both eyes this time. Whoa! <laughs> okay, as you're uh, as you're about to hit um, the wall, suddenly a bolt of darkness shoots out through the firewall Bah! and hits you square in the chest. Ooh. Morty, you take seven damage, Grandpa. And you still hit, but it throws off your aim a bit. Oh, no. Because, like, you were already in the middle of swinging. 
Um, it's a it's a good hit. It's a solid hit, but it's really not where you want to hit. Ooh. Okay. Um. And. Uh, yeah. So. This. This hallway is gonna come down. <laughs> I know. Like a a crack just a crack just like starts where you hit and spreads through the entire ceiling. <laughs> is that what you were trying to do? Is that, is that the plan? <laughs> That's exactly what I was trying to do. Don't doubt me. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Great job, kid. Never. Yeah, I guess we'll flee. <laughs> flee <laughs> to flee you for your life. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm like flat on my back from hitting get hit by void stuff, so I'm just gonna kind of like grab onto Barisimo's tail, and he knows what to do. All of you, give me defy dangers for Dex. Okay. Oh God. Eleven. Seven. Eleven, seven, nine, nine. Would this be something? Also, I can probably add Barisimo. Barisimo would help you with it. Help me out. Okay. Just scooting around along. Twelve. Best. Twelve. Okay. So, um, so who got above a ten? I think it was Cordelia and. Uh, Mortimer. Correct. And then Noel and Rick got a 7 to 9. Yeah. Alright, so... You two are not really used to this much physical activity. And whereas Cordelia and uh, Mortimer, like... They do this all the time. Like Mortimer has hella leg muscles. <laughs> and by this, we mean exactly this, exactly this situation, and all the and time. endurance for days. And Cordelia is just swole. I've collapsed so many minds on top of myself. You don't even know. <laughs> but you two, but you two are are delicate magic users. You you don't tend to run much. Uh, I so don't have to chase down sewage. Your two, your two other party members plus Barissimo, they get pretty far ahead of you, uh, but you two are lagging behind, and the rocks are catching up with you. Um, and here is where I will offer you okay. your options. So you can either, um, you can either take some damage. Uh, you can either get, uh, uh, get into melee combat with the cultists again, or, uh, you can keep running and, uh, part of the ceiling will collapse and a new path will open, but you will be separated from the rest of the group. Okay. Our choice. So if we spicy, if we take damage, then we stay with the group. 
Yes. How much damage are we talking here? Uh, you'll each take a die 10. Oh, that could kill me. I will survive, but I will be on the edge of life. Thankfully, I have a healing. Uh. Actually, tell you, you won't get into melee combat, but you will be hit by range spells, and it'll, it'll still be a die 10. Yeah, I, I won't force you into melee combat, because that's a whole thing. <laughs> you sure? That I really want to deal with right now. You sure? Yeah, I think it's a good enough dilemma as it is. Okay. Uh, I, I, I want to stay with my grandson. <laughs> Noel, what's your choice? I See, I'm tempted to go by myself. But at the same time, that's dumb. And they'll only extend the session artificially. I mean, they only need one. I mean, there would actually be a pretty good cliffhanger spot if you really want to do that. Ugh, I have, shit. I have no preference either way. You do what you think your character would want, and then the barbarian could wake up. <laughs> That's the very end of the episode. It's just like a close up on <laughs> Roundwell starts His playing. Eyes. <laughs> you slide to the other tunnel. Shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's so it's I avoid damage, but I end up in a different spot, or I take damage. Yeah, yeah. You end up you're separated from the group, and you're following a completely mysterious path. I think that Noel's stubby little legs wouldn't be able to make it as is. So I think taking that alternative path would be a good option. Okay. Alright, so... Rick, you take one damage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn it! That wasn't so bad. That's nothing, right? Oh. Huh. Yeah, like another, another bolt of dark energy sort of rushes past you and like sort of... Uh, it catches you on the shoulder, but it doesn't hit you directly. You had that number but, the entire time, didn't you? Well, no, I, I didn't actually. I, I just rolled it after you made your choice. <sighs> Noel, however, is not able to keep up being a salamander. And uh, he sees more. He sees a torrent of rocks separate him from both the party uh, and part, some of the cultists get hit by them too and are crushed beneath them um, and it'll take them a while like it'll it'll buy you some time to run but uh, they'll get through eventually um, it, it, it like the rocks sort of fell and uh, you kind of you kind of see now why the ceiling was as fragile as it was because they kind of built this place under another set of caverns. That's not good. I look back and see that we've lost Null and I'm like, oh, fuck, not again. Ugh. <laughs> kind of shrug. Yeah. 
Wait, not again? <sighs> uh, everyone dies when I go out with them. Oh. oh. You make a habit of this, well, not, not everyone. Not everyone. We still got the kid and the wizard. We're good. This is hey, a good ratio. My name is Mortimer, and wait, I'm a person. On. Wait, hold on. Go out as in travel with or go out as in date? <laughs> <laughs> wait, did you think this was a date? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I think this might be a good place to end it. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. So, the party is now separated. Of course, I did that to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dragon sitting down there, all cut up. On the bright side, three of you have escaped from the cultists. Um, On the not-so-bright side, one of you is critically injured. And the other member of your party uh, is, you have no idea where they are now, and he has no idea where he is. Oh, man. And there's still angry cultists chasing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess that's where we'll pick up next time, <laughs> and I'll try and figure out how to, how to do that. And I'll, and I'll also try and figure out how to incorporate the barbarian. You'll do it through the power retcon. <laughs> this is where we have the shot. It turns like... out the cavern you went into was right above the other guys, and you fall through <laughs> a hole in the floor. Yeah, so I've been still. There's also been Blue. Hello. And Neo. Hi. I've been by. And Tal. <laughs> Aloha. And Theo. <laughs> Uh, uh, good night, guys. <laughs> and uh, we've been Roll for Your Lives, uh, and expect more of this in a couple weeks. <laughs> no. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>